Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast, long on truth, for the race to know Jesus. Today, let's begin to look at the ministries of the Holy Spirit. We'll consider over a dozen ministries of the Spirit in our lives, in the church, which demonstrate just how dependent we are on the Spirit's work in and through us. First of all, the ministry of regeneration. This is the imparting or giving of new life and a new nature from God. 2 Corinthians 5.17, we love it. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. In Titus 3, verses 5 and 6, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior. When we trust in Christ to be our Savior, the Holy Spirit comes to live within us and brings the life of Christ with Him. We're born again, new creations with new desires, a new life. A second ministry of the Spirit, conviction. John 16, beginning of verse 8, Jesus, speaking of the Holy Spirit, says, And when He comes, He will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in Me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. And then Hebrews chapter 4, starting in verse 12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight. But all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. The Holy Spirit convicts. That is, he exposes our sin and convinces us that we're sinners against the Holy God. And he does this through the scriptures. This means that when we're speaking to someone about their need for Christ the Savior, we need to share select passages of scripture like Galatians 5:19 through 21 where the Apostle Paul list the deeds of the flesh, a whole list of specific sins that target the real lives of people, of sinning people. These passages are the tools of conviction the Spirit uses. As well, when we're reading the Bible ourselves, having devotions in the morning, we need to have an open heart to the Spirit's work of conviction, convicting us where we're falling short of God's standards. For instance, Philippians 2.14, we read, Do all things without grumbling or arguing, and if we're open to the Spirit's work, we'll be convicted. And then the indwelling of the Spirit, Romans 8, 9. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. And 1 Corinthians 6, beginning in verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You're not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. This teaches us the Holy Spirit is a gift from God, not a reward of merit or anything that we have done or could do. And note how hallowed or holy our bodies are. We are the temples of the Holy Spirit. God himself in the Spirit dwells and shows himself to the world through our transformed lives, through our bodies. The absence of the Holy Spirit in someone's life means they're not saved. 
If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Does the Spirit ever leave believers? The answer is no. Listen to Jesus in John 14, 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. If these truths regarding the Spirit's ministry have been a blessing, share them with someone. And we'll look at more of the Spirit's ministries next time.